This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 3-0, Tech on top of Baylor, 2.55 to play first quarter. Don't want to get too far into the broadcast without uh, wishing our broadcast partner, J.J. Joe, happy birthday. J.J., happy birthday to Hey, you. I appreciate that, Today's John. Today's the yeah. day. Yeah, today's the big 5-0. Oh, uh, the yeah. big 5-0. I graduated from the 40s, I tell you. Feel every every year of it, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you said that because I was going to make sure everybody knew it was 50. You were going to make sure. <laughs> the John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By Marine Land Boating Center on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Yes, but I guess I can't hide it. I mean, someone says it's been 30 years since we won here. <laughs> That's and right. I played in that game. You as were a the freshman. quarterback that game. I'm really, I'm, I'm right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of symmetry there. 30 years since the last win for Baylor and Lubbock. You're turning 50 today. Let's uh, let's end that long streak today. Yeah, that would be a great present. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Man, oh man, Jonathan Garibay, the hero here in Lubbock, as he has a big night for the Red Raiders, including the game-winning field goal. Tech knocks off the Bears. And Baylor has still not won in Lubbock since oh, I, 1990. Yeah, that's not a good stat, John. And I know those guys are heartbroken because Baylor played a great game. Now here's the State of Texas Co-Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris and Gary Ross. I like cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Bears game in Lubbock on Saturday. It was a one-point loss to the Red Raiders, 24 23 the final welcome in on this monday morning we'll talk about that plenty more coming up in the hour john morris garrett ross uh cool start to the day but uh sunshine it's going to warm up to 70 i think we're in store for another uh uh, almost picture perfect weather week it's going to be nice you know i like these cool mornings and uh, it kind of feels like fall finally yeah exactly trying to creep in on us but it is nice now let me look around did you wear you're still got shorts on yeah Still yeah, shorts. shorts. Okay. On. When I walked the dogs this morning, I had on shorts and then kind of a, a it, what was a long sleeve right. pullover with it, but I wore shorts and I said, man, it's my hands were cold. Right. <laughs> so I looked on my phone and it was 37 degrees <laughs> when I was walking them this morning. Yeah. I took the dog out this morning too. And the, it, it's not bad until the wind, uh-huh, you know, well, uh-huh. that's what really gets me. And, you know, I had the, the little pullover right. on as well but sitting in here it just gets hot and yeah. I'm like yeah I'm done shorts go shorts. shorts as long as you can got to but uh it's gonna be nice heading toward uh, 70 and a lot of sunshine today uh part of the open there part of the audio we used was uh it was JJ's birthday on Saturday so that was fun and and I thought in my pea brain I thought things were gonna line up perfectly because it was JJ's birthday he, he was t- he turned 50 mm-hmm. on Saturday he was the quarterback when Baylor last won in Lubbock 30 years ago, 1990. So I just thought those things lined up so well right. that there's no way. With J.J. there calling the game, our first trip to Lubbock since 2008, there's no way we weren't going to win that game. I mean, 
It looked that way <laughs> until, the, until the end. Until but the yeah. fourth quarter. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, boy, that was tough. I mean, Baylor jumped to a 20-6 to lead, had a 20-6 to lead. That was a real turning point right after that. Mm-hmm. An interception by Tech. And uh, and then they scored and made it, what, 20-12, to 12, I yeah. guess. They missed the extra point. Uh, but that was a real turning point from 20-6. to six, And then the turnover turned into a touchdown. And it was uh, – but still, Baylor went up again, 23-12, to 12, and led by 11 going to the fourth quarter. And uh, that's when Baylor just couldn't really sustain a drive. They needed to sustain a drive, keep mm-hmm. the ball away from Tech on Baylor's last possession. They did get a couple of first downs, I think, in that drive and then had to punt it away. And Tech, to their credit, they started at their own 14-yard line and drove the ball down and and really could have scored a touchdown. Yeah. Do you remember the play? When, he, when Sir Roderick slid down? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, interesting, uh, interesting thoughts on that. So we, in our broadcast, Ricky had just said, you know, if a receiver gets the ball, I mean, he was thinking of a pass. If a receiver gets the ball, he needs to just fall down. He doesn't need to score because mm-hmm. he was thinking, keep possession for Tech. They can run it down to, you know, two seconds right. like they ended up doing and kick a field goal and win. Uh, so Ricky had just said that on our broadcast, and Thompson got a big hole right up the middle. He could have scored easily, but he slid down untouched. And we we all said, J.J. and Ricky and I all said, yeah, that's a smart move. That's tough to do, though, <laughs> when you tell a back, no, don't score. Yeah. No, don't score a touchdown. You slide down. It, it was really was. And I, I saw that play unfolding, and I was like, man, you know, and in my mind, I was thinking, get the touchdown, right? Right. Just to extend it. But because you would have really, if they would have missed that field goal, and I know they've had issues on special teams all year long granted it was a new kicker, new kicker right and he looked really good oh my gosh he was an all-american yeah he looked <laughs> really good but yeah that's one of those plays where if it if it works out in your favor you're praised and if it doesn't you're gonna have a lot of questions to answer that's it so then after the game we're packing up and leaving uh as they the, our other guys are rolling the equipment down i left ahead of them to go get our car we mm. parked across the road in a parking garage so i went to get that and the tech crew is coming out. So I rode the elevator down with them. And, you know, we're just kind of, uh, you know, recapping the game, right. you know, from our perspective and their perspective. And they said, oh, my gosh, we can't believe Thompson didn't score. <laughs> and I said, really? You don't you didn't see that play? And he said, no, that's crazy. He said, he's got to score there. So that was their perspective yeah. that he should have just run it in. And he could have. I mean, he could have run in uh, untouched. But their perspective was he should have scored the touchdown there. That's coming from their lack of faith in their kicking game. Right. Because they had missed an extra point earlier and uh, or had one blocked, right? Had an extra uh, point yeah, they blocked. Had one blocked. And uh, but it was a new kicker. The kicker, uh, Wolf, who had been who was one for five on the season, he got replaced by this guy, Garibay. And Garibay was lights out. Yeah, he I was. mean, a forty eight yarder, a forty six yarder. He had four field goals in the game including the game-winning field goal. So from our perspective, that's all we'd seen mm-hmm. was Garibay. Man, this guy is a really good kicker. From their perspective, <laughs> it was like, we have no faith in our kicking game. Why don't you score a touchdown when you can? See, and I think I'm kind of leaning more towards them. Man. Yeah. Like, you know it's guaranteed at yeah. that moment, right? Yeah, just, sure. just get it instead of risking. Plus, the wind is insane in Lubbock. <laughs> that's right. You know, it's not guaranteed. So I think it, it – on my perspective, I think I might be leaning a little more towards get that touchdown. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, it, you know, who knows how it would have – if it would have been different. Right. If he scores a touchdown, Baylor does get the ball back with, what, a minute 
something yeah. to play, minute and some change left to play. So Baylor would have had the ball back. As it turned out, they they he didn't score. They ran the clock down, called timeout, two seconds to go, and then Garibay hit the twenty mm-hmm. five yard field goal to win it. But uh, I thought it hit me the different perspectives on that yeah. one play from Tech's guys compared to our our perspective. I mean, it makes sense. It, it, granted, they it, it kind of makes you wonder why wasn't Garibay kicking this whole time? I know where's that guy been? And, and another thing is, did is it just me or did Bowman look? a lot better than Columbia when they put him <laughs> in there. Did. It's like, what's going well, on? Well, which Bowman? The first half Bowman or the, the second, second half? half Let's Bowman? go with the second half <laughs> yeah. Bowman. First half Bowman. So Columbia started out and, and we got the word that they were going to run two quarterbacks, mm-hmm. play two quarterbacks. And uh, Columbia started out and he was okay. He wasn't great, yeah. but he was okay. But I think it was the third series. Maybe they put in Bowman and on his third play from scrimmage, he throws a pick six. Yep. And Jalen Petrie, second game in a row, has the interception, re- returns it for a touchdown. And, uh, again, we're thinking, oh, okay, I can see why they're using two quarterbacks mm-hmm. here. Probably going to go back to Columbia. And it did. It went back to Columbia yep. after that. But then in the second half, there was something that made him switch back to Bowman, and he was lights out. Well, on TV, it was showing uh, when Columbia got hit and there was an issue with his elbow. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because he took that just, hard hit. Yeah. On the ball that was first a fumble yep. and then overturned. Yeah. That's right. He did sort of have to go out, didn't he? Yeah, and then Bowman just came in and picked it up. <laughs> he played like an All-American, <laughs> especially that last drive. Yeah. I mean, he led him real smartly down the field uh, for the game-winning field goal. So, uh, like like uh, we thought, we saw both quarterbacks, and Bowman was the guy with the hot hand late, and it paid off for the Red Raiders. It did. And what were your thoughts on, I mean, Quaylen had a good game out there. He had a very good game. Very good game. I mean, he's a big guy, he too. Is. We haven't we haven't uh, seen him much. We haven't talked about him much. He only had six carries all year going into that game, but he had a really good game. He's a good north and south runner, mm-hmm. and he's big. He's 230. So he is a really good back, and he was the uh, he was the main back for Baylor on Saturday, because we thought we'd have uh, you know John Lovett out, mm-hmm. uh, Squirrel Williams out, thought we'd have Treston Ebner. He had one carry early, and he has a hamstring or something that just wouldn't let him go. Right, and so we saw him early, and then when you didn't see him back on kickoff returns, you knew. I mean, he's he's leading the Big Twelve. He's fourth in the nation in kickoff returns. When mm-hmm. he's not back on kick returns, there's some issue there yeah. uh, that we weren't privy to, but it it kept him out for the majority of the game. So that's your top three backs that are not out. Quaylen Jones would be number four. Mm-hmm. Tay McWilliams would be number five. Uh, Jonah White got in the game. Tech uh, Brian Jensen, he texted me. He said, Jonah White, question mark. Right. <laughs> and Josh Fleeks was in the backfield. The uh, receiver was in the mm-hmm. backfield. So, you, so you'd say Baylor in that game used their four, five, and six running backs and a receiver, and a receiver. at running back. And that's that's where we were at that position on Saturday night. It's so crazy how you know everything has just unfolded to that's what you're having to do. And but they look good. They're taking advantage of the moment though. Yeah. So that's the key thing. Those guys did some good things. They really did. Tay McWilliams, uh, I, I think, Moy, I think he's got a bright future. He does. And and Qua- all those guys, Quaylen Jones too. It's great that they're getting that opportunity. Uh, and on the defensive side, without Terrell Bernard, I mean, that was a real concern. Mm-hmm. But Abram Smith had a terrific game. I mean, we called his game name all night in on tackles. He played great. Uh, Jalen Petrie played great. Uh, you know, I think all those guys wanted to kind of raise their mm-hmm. level of play. 
Uh, Christian Morgan had a really, really good game also. Uh, William Bradley King had probably his best game right. in a Baylor uniform. So all those guys on defense, I think, picked up their game to uh, make up for the loss of Terrell Bernard. And, and that's what you need to do. That's what you want out there. And you know that he's speaking to those guys and that they really want to – it hurt them. You know, that's their leader. That's yeah. that guy. So right. being able to step up and fill that void is really important. Yeah. Um, offense running the ball. Baylor was really good running the ball. 207 yards rushing. That's the most they've had in any game this year. Part of that was uh, Tech's rush defense is not very yeah. good, so taking advantage of that. Part of it was the weather. I mean, it was so stinking windy out there on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you could tell watching on TV. Could, could you, you tell? You could tell that when they would show, like, the, the flags and right. stuff, you could definitely tell, but that was, <laughs> you know, about it. But you knew right. that it was windy. It was, I mean, when we're pulling up and, uh, you know, going into the stadium and the, the locals are saying it's windy, you know it's, it's windy because <laughs> it's always windy in right. Lubbock. It's always windy. But when the locals are saying, wow, it's really windy today, when they say it, it is over-the-top windy. <laughs> it was a steady 30-mile-an-hour wind and gusts up to 50 miles an hour. Those, those flags yeah. on one side of the stadium, they took them down because it was too windy. You know, they would have blown off somewhere. And I don't know what the story is here, but – and the two ramps in one end of the stadium, Baylor goes up one to their uh -huh. locker room, Tech goes up the other one. There's a tarp over top of that, uh, you know, with a Tech logo and maybe a sponsor, I'm right. not sure, on there. But I look up uh, mid-second quarter, and those tarps are gone. <laughs> and I thought, did they blow off or did they take them off so they wouldn't blow right. off? I'm not sure what happened. I don't know the story there. But those tarps, big old tarps, were noticeably uh, gone early in the game also. One probably got caught and then they had to you know, take it down. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it could have been. So they took either took those off. Maybe they always take them off. I don't know. But they had those off and they had the flags gone also. And it was so dusty. There was so much dust in the air. I mean, you it looked like... I tried to get a good picture of it, and it mm -hmm. really didn't show in a picture, but it was like a kind of like a brown fog that was just all over the area. Uh -huh. and it was just the dust in the air. And we had our windows open in the booth, and at the end of the night, I had to get a paper towel and, and rub dirt and dust off my iPad and my phone that was sitting there. I mean, it was it was settled on that. That's how much dust there was in the air. It takes a special person to live out there and just enjoy that. I don't want no part of that. Right, right. And this was, I think, an exceptional uh, dust slash windy night. Right. But it is always kind of like that. There's a lot of dirt and dust in the air and nothing to stop it, you know. <sighs> so... Yeah, I, I I couldn't deal with that on a daily basis. Right, right. But it was, uh, I mean, that was and that was a factor in the game. I think that's why Baylor mm -hmm. ran the ball as part of the reason why right. we ran the ball as much as we did, because you throwing into the wind, it's tough. Throwing with the wind, sometimes that's tough to gauge. Yeah. Ball sail on you, and we saw it come into play in several plays on Saturday night. So. Uh, weather was, uh, you know, you don't think of weather being a factor in a game unless it's rain or snow mm -hmm. or ice or something, but it was a factor just because of the wind on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, that's something you always got to take into consideration. And, and that you got to wonder if that has something to do with their kicking woes up there or not, but maybe not. Be. Maybe not. Could be. Maybe, the, yeah, you got to give that guy a pass <laughs> if you're a kicker in yeah. Lubbock. <laughs> now, was he kicking with the wind, into the wind? Right. How, where did he kick it when he was one for five? <laughs> But, it's man, their guy, Garibay, Saturday was uh, really, really good. All right, uh, more about that. Uh, we'll let you hear from Coach Dave Aranda. We'll have that when we come back. 
We're off and running on this Monday morning. John Morris, Garrett Ross, Baylor football off this Saturday. It's an open date. They'll play again on the 28th of November. That's against Kansas State at McLean Stadium. We should we should get the uh, kick time for that today. Okay. They may go to a six-day window, but I, I think we'll get that today. So we'll know the kickoff for Baylor's next game and next home game, November 28th, as we continue in this uh, one home game a month schedule. Uh, we played at home on September 26th. We played at home on October 31st. Right. We'll play at home on November 28th. And then we'll play at home on December 12th. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Over four months, four <laughs> home games. What a year. What yeah. a year. Take a break and be right back. Check our weather here in Central Texas, which is absolutely gorgeous. We'll have more and be back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a chilly start to the day with temperatures in the upper 30s and lower 40s. Highs will only be in the upper 60s and lower 70s across central Texas in the afternoon. Skies will be mostly sunny throughout the day. Tonight, temperatures will drop down into the lower 40s with mostly clear skies. Tuesday will be similar with highs in the 70s with mostly sunny skies in the afternoon. We'll see a warming trend as we head throughout the week with highs returning to the upper 70s by Friday. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out Fox44News.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment, made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254 254- 495-0338 Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. If you're a driver looking for a new opportunity, Sherwin-Williams is hosting a hiring event on Saturday, November 21st and making offers on the spot. Be part of their award-winning private fleet with consistent freight, competitive pay, and weekly home time. Plus, Sherwin-Williams offers amazing benefits from a matching 401k and pension plan to medical, dental, vision, and paid vacation days and holidays. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer of all protected status. 
including disability and veterans. To learn more about this event or schedule an interview, contact them at 855-SW-ROAD-1. That's 855-SW-ROAD-1. Hit the road for Sherwin-Williams and let your colors show. Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about defending your roof against nature's elements. We replace every layer of your roof properly, and that starts with going all the way down to your deck. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. With us, John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio on this Monday morning, 16th day of November. Uh, back to the uh, back to the weather from uh, Lubbock on Saturday. So you got all that dust in the right. air. We're wearing masks, you know, which which we decided was a good thing. Uh-huh. You know, it's COVID related, but it also keeps the dust <laughs> out of your nose and mouth some too. But I'm telling you, by the end of the night, I felt like I was, uh, you know, you just kind of take some of that mm-hmm. in. I could feel it in my throat a little bit. And when we got home Saturday night, I could feel it. And then uh, Sunday, Terry says, uh, I think we need to mow our yard. Oh, no. Uh, you know, just had a few real sprigs shooting up. And I said, absolutely, glad to do it. And it's just all dry and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I got a little more dust and dirt <laughs> in my mouth. So uh, last night, I was kind of feeling it. Kind of my throat was stopped right. up with all the dust and you know, dry grass and stuff that I'd taken in. <laughs> that would have messed my allergies up yes. so bad. It was not a good thing. <laughs> John Morris Show brought to you in part by our good friends at the Baylor Club. That is Mike Mosel and company at the Baylor Club. Hey, this is the week. I want to remind you, today's the 16th. Wednesday the 18th is the deadline to order a Thanksgiving meal to go. So this Wednesday is the deadline. If you want to do that, you need to get in touch with them uh, today or, or tomorrow or uh, Wednesday. At some point on Wednesday is the deadline. They've also got this event coming up on uh, Thursday this week. It is Friendsgiving. Uh, neat deal, a Thanksgiving dinner for everyone. So it coincides uh, one week before actual Thanksgiving mm-hmm. date. So Friendsgiving is this Thursday. Uh, this year has certainly been a roller coaster. It's time to slow things down, focus on the good that has come this year. Join the Baylor Club for a socially distant Thanksgiving dinner with your closest friends and fellow members. We could all use a relaxing evening with delicious food. The holidays are here, so let's celebrate and view the menu. Click here. Uh, if you get the emails from 
the Baylor Club. It is uh, there, and it'll show you the menu. Let's just see what the menu is. How about that? Let's okay. click yeah. on this, see what they've got on the uh, offerings for the Baylor Club for Friendsgiving coming up this Thursday. And efforting, efforting. All right, here it is. Uh, tossed house salad, green bean casserole, buttered corn, candied yams, mashed potatoes, cranberry, uh, brown sugar brined turkey breast, pan gravy, honey baked ham. So you got ham and turkey. You've got pecan pie. You've got pumpkin pie. That is the uh, nice, tidy little offering for Friendsgiving dinner coming up this Thursday. Pretty nice menu. That's got pretty much everything you would want on there. So uh, keep that in mind. This Thursday, to make reservations, you know, call 254-710-8080. They always have the uh, Club Eats to Go. Menu items that you can order, come pick up, take home. All you have to do is heat them up, and you're ready to go at home. Uh, They had a Baylor Tech watch party on Saturday. I'll get a report on that. I'm sure it was spectacular. But, uh, again, this week, let me remind you about Friendsgiving on Thursday and uh, Wednesday, the 18th, being the deadline to order a Thanksgiving meal to go. So all those things going on at the Baylor Club. Check them out, that and more, on the website, thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. Or you can always give them a call, 254-710-8080 is the number. Dustin is uh, in in the studio next door. He is on the air right now on Bob FM. He thought we needed to know this. Uh, It's pretty good. He printed it out and brought it to us. Uh, Stovetop. As in stovetop stuffing right. has released a line of stuffing themed Thanksgiving formal wear. Oh no! All right, let that sink in. Stovetop has decided to release a clothing line for Thanksgiving, but rather than leaning into this year's theme of comfort, they created stuffing themed formal wear. You can buy your dinner jacket, cufflinks, shawl, and more starting tomorrow at Let's Get Stuffy. Com. Let's get stuffy.com. Their thinking is uh, we've worn sweatpants all year long or shorts in, in your right. guys' case. Uh, are we really going to switch to form-fitting clothes on the biggest overeating day of the year? <laughs> well, Stovetop has decided to release a clothing line for Thanksgiving, but rather uh, they will make it stuffing-themed. The line includes five items, a red velvet dinner jacket with stuffing lining, uh, I'm guessing that stuffing printed right. lining, not yeah, stuffing that would have to be. <laughs> lining inside. <laughs> Cufflinks, a reversible shawl with a stuffing print, a headband, and a handkerchief and pocket square. Uh, let's face it, they say the sweatpants fatigue is real. People are looking for any excuse to get dressed up this year. We hope this makes people look and feel their very best at Thanksgiving. Prices range very reasonable from $4.79 to $30. So I guess the red velvet dinner jacket might yeah. be top of the line. It's only $30. Oh, man. So check that out from uh, Stovetop. They are expanding their offerings. Oh, here's some pictures that go with it, too. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, the pictures make it look good. Yeah. The The uh, website is letsgetstuffy.com. Letsgetstuffy.com. That's interesting, to <laughs> say the least. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's like almost like a... a a twist on the ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, type it kind of is, and it's formal. And it, yeah, and it's saying people have uh, dressed casual for so long that they want to dress up. I don't. I don't want to dress up for Thanksgiving. Uh, no. Do you? No, absolutely. Want to be at home and very comfortable and very casual. Yeah, because I mean you're going to be asleep by like noon anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Check the website if you're interested. Pass it along. Let's get stuffy. 
Com. I promised you uh, Dave Aranda. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Let you hear from him when we come back. Coach Aranda following the one-point loss to Tech on Saturday in Lubbock. We'll have that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South. They're on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. That is Ken and Mary Sorley there at Marineland. Give them a call. Go by. You can uh, shop in person or remotely and feel safe doing it either way. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South in Waco. On the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Recently on Off the Bench. We've been talking about Ben DiNucci this week and what nickname we want to go with. So we've got it down to two choices. Nucci Main or Gucci Danucci, which one do you my, like better? I This is my favorite question so far. Um, <laughs> I I would lean towards the first. I hope for for our sake, for your sake, that he comes out like uh, like a you know a huge diamond chain. Off the bench from 10 to noon, Monday through Friday on ESPN Central Texas. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center to discuss the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from 2.5 to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, and boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole-shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center, Mercury Outboards, Go boldly. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Call them today at 254-803-2575 or stop by their Marlin location at 420 Live Oak Street. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota subcompact and compact tractors. Our reliable number one selling tractors are designed for easy operation and feature all the performance matched attachments needed to tackle any job. Right now, get zero down at 0% APR for 84 months and save up to $1,700 plus no payments for 90 days. Now through December 31st, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with five convenient locations to serve you. Find us online at wctractor.com. For 75 years, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe ranging from half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, bench posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Berg Colgen Ford. When it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Berg Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The number one Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Berg Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas student-athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Berg Colgen Ford. Berg Colgen Ford, trusted since 1936. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Mejia Athletics announced the cancellation of Friday's area round playoff game versus Sunnyvale due to a COVID-19 positive case of a student athlete ending the season at 6 and 4. I caught up with head coach Tristan Abram to get his thoughts on the way the Black Cat season came to an end. There's really no great way to explain how to feel this with the exception of, uh, just to be quite honest with you, immediately I teared up and it has nothing to do with myself. It has everything to do with these young men and mostly these seniors. Uh, you know, just the things that they've gone through since March. You know, my heart just goes out to these to these kids. The Texans dropped to 2-7 and seven on the season after losing to the Browns 10-7. to seven. Next up for the Texans is a home game versus New England next Sunday at noon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris, Gary Ross, brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. You can certainly call Amanda at 254-495-0338. She doesn't mind me giving that number out over the air, but you could also just Google search her name, Amanda Cunningham Realtor. That'll get you to her Facebook page, her website, all the information that goes along with that. Contact information, the uh, Waco Hood Watch tells you what's available in the Waco area, plus uh, the 254 series of videos, all that available on her website. Uh, and Facebook page, and that is Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. All right, as promised, want you to hear from Coach Dave Aranda, Baylor head football coach following the loss to Tech on, on Saturday. Tough, tough loss for these guys. Uh, had the lead by 11 points going to the fourth quarter. Tech outscored Baylor 12 to nothing in the fourth quarter, including the game-winning field goal is 23-21. They let the clock wind down. They called timeout with two seconds to go. And uh, Garibay, Jonathan Garibay hit the uh, game-winning field goal as time expired to win over Baylor 24-23. Here from our broadcast on Saturday, it's courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College is head coach Dave Aranda. Coach, tough coming down to the last play on a field goal. You guys played their hearts out. It's tough to lose one on the road on the last play. It's tough. You know, I think, um, you know, I look back at last week and how tough that game was, thinking that we're going to go to overtime. Um, I think everybody felt that. And then for that not to happen and then, you know, the travel back and just the, the Sunday meeting and, the, the bounce back that needs to happen and the involvement of all the coaches to get with our guys to be able to build them back up and the energy and the, um, um, the focus that needs to happen in a week to get better uh, for the impending game. And I look at all of that and um, I'm seeing it again here, you know, because uh, the locker room that I just left is, is um, a similar locker room. You're talking about guys that are just giving it everything they got. And it's that roller coaster of throughout the week and then, you know, down on these Saturdays. And so I, I feel for them. I wish I could do more for them. Um, you know, I think there's a fair amount we can improve. We, you know, I, I really felt we won this game and then lost it. And so I think our ability to, to, to finish uh, strong after a, a, a start fast is really kind of where it's at. Yeah, good, good start two weeks in a row on the road and then late in the game just 
couldn't quite get it done. This right. time couldn't get a stop. Last week couldn't get it in the end zone. But right. I guess hard to say at this point, but you do learn from these type games. Yeah, you do. I think you know, the ability to play together as a team, I thought there was times in the first half we did that. I think uh, uh, both offensively, defensively, special teams were playing at times well in the second half. I don't feel we were playing together as a team as, as best as we could in terms of one unit playing off the strengths or the weaknesses of the other. And I think that ultimately showed up. I guess a couple of drives there in the second half had critical holding penalties on first downs, a couple of run by Charlie where you had a big first down pickup. Then you back up 10 yards. Those are killers. That's correct. And I think that's kind of what I'm talking about. And I feel like, you know, we've invested a lot of time into that. And, uh, you know, we still need to invest more. And so I've got to find ways to, uh, to, be, um, to be more demanding with that piece of it because uh, that's something that's been with us since the start. And I feel we've improved. But in critical moments, that's stuff that you can't have. Yeah, early in the game, only had three penalties and then had some critical ones there in the second half. Defensively, thought it played really well. And then Bowman got it going with the passing game there late. And with the clock running, that, that's a tough position to be in. Yeah, I thought there was some of the run game in the second half. I thought in the first half, there were some runs that we were um, – we were really stopping in the second half. Those same runs were getting five yards, and I think really that was the difference. Is that once they once that started to happen, um, then that 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 ignites a change by us. We're gonna maybe do a little bit of this, or we have to change do a little bit of that. And that opens up other things in the throw game. And so in the in the first half, we were playing true two high safeties with a with a um, um, a, um, a limited number in the box and and doing some positive things. And I think when we're at our best, that's who we are. Well, I guess we never know when a good time for an open date is. You have one, and then three games to go. So how do you use this week off and then the next week going into the game with K-State? There's a fair amount of guys that are beat up. And so, uh, you know, this will give them some time to rest up. I think there's a fair amount of guys that are playing more football right now than what they've had. And they're kind of learning as they go. And so this will give us an ability to uh, make good, bad tapes and really kind of make a self-scout of kind of where it's been and, and what we can do to improve and kind of where we see them in the big picture. And then we can really hone in on uh, system-wise self-scout. Things we're doing well, things that we're not doing well and maybe we're doing too much of and really kind of hone in on the identity, uh, the, positive, um, the positive aspects of who we are. Well, I know you want to look at it this way, but you're really four or five plays from being five and one versus one and five. Mm -hmm. I feel that. I think our guys feel that too. And I think um, that's probably the thing that hurts the most on Saturday nights, unfortunately. And that's what enables them to bounce back on Mondays. And so it's a, it's a bit of a cycle. We're, we're going to push through it, though. I, I know the, the guys in that locker room, and I know the guys that are in this coach's locker room, and we're going to keep working well, Coach, take advantage of the week off, and let's finish the last three strong. Appreciate you. Thank you. It's Coach Dave Aranda with our Ricky Thompson, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Our postgame on Saturday from Lubbock, tough uh, 24-23 loss by the Bears to the Red Raiders. And he brought up a good point. I mean, you're just a few way, uh, wins away. I mean, a few plays away, you know, right. from that being opposite. It's just like, how do you – 
how do you make that happen? How do you flip the switch? You right. know, and and that's just I think the trials of going through this coach turnover, everybody trying to figure it out, and you had no off season, and you're still learning on the fly, but. I think they got a bright future here, honestly. Yeah, and it's just those little things. Yeah. Like Ricky mentioned with, with Dave, uh, there were two holding penalties mm-hmm. on that one possession that set you back. Baylor almost overcame both of those, but had two big runs, I think both by Charlie, wiped yeah. out uh, by holding penalties. So, you know, those ended up being just killers. Charlie did run the ball well the other night. He ran it more than he had recently. I think 76 yards uh, mm-hmm. net rushing for him. And that was a big part of the uh, – I mean, a big uh, plus for the Baylor offense. It was. Uh, one thing I noticed, and I don't know really where this comes, if it's a communication thing, but the snaps between Charlie and the center, there were a lot of issues when Charlie would still be looking to the side. Yeah. Or trying to make – you know, luckily he was able to get most of them. Right. But you know, that, that's that's part of that, those little bitty things small right there, things. those small details. And and I'll say this, last year when Baylor went at 11-3, and three, those small things, they are, are small little things in a game and breaks, if you want to call mm-hmm. them breaks, they went Baylor's way. Yeah. Like Baylor beat Tech last year 33-30 to 30 in double overtime. And that's, you know, that's, I mean, they earned it, but it's breaks going your right. way. Right now, this year, the breaks are not going Baylor's way. They're going against them. And that's not an excuse. I mean, Baylor lost the game. It's not an excuse mm-hmm. at all. But it's just sort of uh, where we are right now going through this season and sitting at one and five. I think it's just a learning curve. you got a new system. You have a lot of young guys out there. and It'll come into place. Only one of the games Saturday in the league, uh, West Virginia uh, looked impressive. They beat TCU at home 24-6. to that was one we thought, you know, they were both 3-3 three and three mm-hmm. in conference going in. We thought this would be close, kind of hard to pick. And it was all West Virginia on Saturday. Yeah, they really dominated. It, 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 TCU, I mean, they really couldn't get anything going on offense. We know how good uh, the West Virginia D-line is, but – yeah, they, they were definitely the better team on Saturday. Yeah, Max Duggan, all those uh, rushing yards he had against Tech the week before. He didn't have those on nope. Saturday. So West Virginia wins that one 24-6. Here's the schedule uh, this week. Uh, more robust schedule. Well, actually, just three games this Saturday. There were two last week. Uh, Texas plays at Kansas, 2.30 on ESPN2. Uh, Farmageddon, Kansas State at <laughs> Iowa State. 3 o'clock on Fox. That'll be a fun one. And then it's Bedlam, uh, 6.30 Saturday evening, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Now, that is a key, key game uh, in the Big 12 Mm -hmm. as teams fight for a position to get into the Big 12 championship game. That's going to be a really fun matchup, and I'm glad that they got a primetime slot for that. You're going to have a lot of eyes on it, and I think that's going to be a really fun matchup, and I'm interested to see – we, you know, can Oklahoma slow down that that running game of Oklahoma State, and then you know, vice versa, the Oklahoma's passing game. How's Oklahoma State going to be able to balance that? It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, week off for both of them, mm-hmm. so they've had two weeks to prepare, heal up, and prepare. So uh, those are some good matchups, especially uh, especially Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and then Kansas State, Iowa State uh, on Saturday. So those are the games. Those three coming up this Saturday in the Big Twelve Conference. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Oh, you got a note on William Bradley King. Yeah, so he uh, has been invited to the Reese's Senior Bowl. So nice. That's a, and he's accepted it, so that's a nice accomplishment for him. Very nice. That's great. Good for him. We visited with him last week. We had him for media, mm-hmm. so really good to visit with him. He had a good game against Tech. He so. did. Cool to see that he'll have that opportunity. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Ted Teague and his staff at Alan Samuels are ready to make your holiday season very special. In fact, you can get 
Black Friday pricing, not just on Black Friday, but all month long during the huge Black Friday sales event. They've got uh, the Ram Lone Star crew cabs available. They've got minivans, the uh, king of minivans, the award-winning Chrysler Pacifica. They've got the most awarded SUV in history, the Jeep Grand Cherokee. The Jeep Grand Cherokee now has employee pricing for all, plus you can get 0% financing for 84 months and no payments for 90 days. How great is that? It's Black Friday all month long at Allen Samuels. Shop, apply, buy online at allensamuelsdcj.com, and they deliver a customer first award of excellence winner like they've been saying for years. Come by. Let's be friends. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. I have a mark on the line wanted to know what he need to do to check out the van. <laughs> I'm like, wait, excuse me, who? We got the email yesterday saying, saying if anyone needs to check out the van, they need to go to, to uh, Debbie Dev from the fifth floor of the office to sign it out. Well, so I don't think Debbie got the email either. Okay, well, she transferred him to me, and I was like, wait a minute. Trans- transfer transfer back? back? Yeah, and say, hey, this is for you, per your email. <laughs> Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on ESPN Central Texas. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape, open every day, 9 till 5, at 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt, or call them at 254-666-9806. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Mejia Athletics announced the cancellation of Friday's area round playoff game versus Sunnyvale due to a COVID-19 positive case of a student athlete ending the season at 6 and 4. I caught up with head coach Tristan Abram to get his thoughts on the way the Black Cat season came to an end. There's really no great way to explain how to feel this with the exception of, uh, just to be quite honest with you, immediately I teared up and it has nothing to do with myself. It has everything to do with these young men and mostly these seniors. Uh, you know, just the things that they've gone through since March. You know, my heart just goes out to these to these kids. The Texans dropped to 2-7 and seven on the season after losing to the Browns 10-7. to seven. Next up for the Texans is a home game versus New England next Sunday at noon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. With this final segment, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Stephen Simcox coming in to visit. It's great to have Stephen. Nice, uh, casual cup of coffee, just walking in, saying hello. It's kind of yeah. nice, isn't it? It is. He goes out when the, uh, you know, when the bump music starts, <laughs> and he'll be back at 10. It's uh, Off the Bench coming up at 10 with Stephen and Garrett. What do you guys have planned for OTB today? Well, we'll get into this, uh, you know, Baylor-Texas Tech game. There's a lot of stuff to talk about there, so we'll dive into that around 10, 15. Uh, 10.30, we'll talk some high school, um, get into high school talk. There's a lot of things going on in the area, a lot of big wins. And unfortunately, you heard with Q's Sports Center, Mejia's having to forfeit. Man, that's tough. You know, with uh, their game with Sunnyvale. And, you know, that, that's a team that started off slow. You had new coach in there, implementing a whole new system. You finally get it going, go undefeated in district play, win your by-district game, and then that happens. Ugh, then you get shut down. Then you by get COVID. shut down. So it, it, that's really unfortunate. So we'll get into that as well. At 1045, we'll have China Spring head coach Brian Bell on with us. China Spring shocked the state on Friday night. Yeah, they did. They, you know, they routed number four Jasper 45 to 19. Very impressive win by the Cougars. So we'll have Coach Bell on uh, talking about that. At 11, we'll get into some college football talk. There was obviously a lot of different things that, you know, went on in the college football. Michigan's what is going on in Michigan. Ooh, man, Will they Bus got Champ, drilled, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, Bus Champ gets fired. There's a lot of things to talk about there. And then we'll get into some NFL talk, Cowboys around 11.15, and then wrap the show up with some Miranda uh, talking around 11.45. So it'll be fun. All right, very good. So that's coming up on Off the Bench. That is 10 to noon here on ESPN Central Texas. Noon, it is Unnecessary Roughness with Q and Ward and uh, and Stephen. They'll be live from Richard Carr, Buick uh, GMC Cadillac in Waco today. I think Unnecessary Roughness and Game Time, right, are both going to be live out yes, there? Yes, they will. All right. So you can see those guys uh, live and in person. Who wouldn't want to do that? Go see them and uh, shop around at Richard Carr this afternoon. So from noon on, they'll be broadcasting live from Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco. Uh, and on Unnecessary Roughness, they'll have Harker Heights head coach Jerry Edmonds on at 1230. Um, Emily Van Buskirk, uh, she writes for underdogdynasty.com. She'll be on at 130. And it looks like Q says the topic is Marshall 50 years mm. after their plane crash, which was Saturday to the day. It was 50 years uh, from that tragic, tragic plane crash. Right. Uh, and, and I was listening to ESPN, uh, national radio driving to the airport, the McGregor airport <laughs> on Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. And so here we are driving out and we're getting into a small plane and flying into oh. a 60 knot uh, headwind going to Lubbock. 
And uh, I thought, I'm not going to mention this to the guys that I'm with about Marshall and this being the anniversary. Maybe uh, when we get back tonight, I'll mention it. But uh, not that I'm afraid. I don't live in a spirit of fear at all. But I just didn't bring that up. That, that's not what you really want to listen to no. when you're about to get on a small plane. <laughs> I know, uh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But a tragic story. Uh, plane crash killed uh, the majority of the team at Marshall University. And uh, 50 years ago, so uh, they'll have Emily Van Buskirk on from SB Nation to talk about that. Dennis Dodd of uh, CBSSports.com will be on at 2 o'clock today, plus uh, some sampling from the Dave Aranda media session, the teleconference uh, today. And then uh, Kim Mulkey has a teleconference. Uh, Moon Urson will be on there as well via Zoom. So all that coming up on Unnecessary Roughness. 12 to 3, it's followed by Game Time 3 to 6, Tom Stretch and Garrett will be right back here in the captain's chair for that one all afternoon. Uh, although Tom will not be here, he'll be at uh, mm-hmm. Richard Carr. Yeah, and Stretch is coming down too, so Stretch oh, will be is. there with him. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So that'll be fun. All right, so for you folks who listen every afternoon to Tom and Stretch and you say, Stretch, I don't know him. What's this guy like? You can go by and see him today at Richard Carr. Go check him out. He's going to be, he's not hard to miss. No. I mean, he's like 6'6. Six, six. <laughs> He's a big dude. So You look over there, you see Tom, and you see Stretch, and you say, which one of those guys is Stretch? Oh, okay, I think yeah. I can tell. You'll figure that one out real quick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so that's a cool deal. That'll be at Richard Carr uh, Buick all afternoon today. Unnecessary roughness starting at noon and game time starting at 3. Can't uh, close up shop without talking about the Masters. Dustin Johnson wins his first green jacket. It's fun to watch a record uh, 20 under par Mm -hmm. for Dustin Johnson. And I'd like to hear from some golf uh, um, uh, experts how much did the conditions in November compared to the normal time in April, how much did those conditions help him? I mean, he had a great tournament. He shot a 68 yesterday, but 20 under par is an all-time record. That's insane. Yeah. There's – I've played golf a handful of times, and it, that game's so hard. Just to to think about even getting like one under par seems almost impossible for <laughs> exactly. me, much less twenty. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're in a different uh, we're in a different class there, much different class. <laughs> so Dustin Johnson wins the uh, Masters. It was fun to watch CBS's broadcast. I thought they did some things differently this year with their broadcast that they uh, either weren't allowed to do in past years mm-hmm. or couldn't do because patrons were there right. uh, fans uh, are normally there but they had a lot of uh you know what a jib is um it's mm-hmm. a, it's a camera that's on a long pole and if you see a shot that looks like it's slowly moving left to right, right. or going up or going down that's a camera that's on a jib oh, okay, okay. they had a bunch of those around the court uh, around the course and uh i think it was because you know, there were no fans there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they had more space to set up equipment like that. Really cool shots. I mean, CBS had some memorable, uh, memorable shots from this year's Masters. They always do an excellent job with that yeah. broadcast. So yeah. when you have that added element, yeah. I think it just, yeah, it would make that broadcast even better. And you notice they started the final round early. I mean, they were on at like 7 a.m. on Sunday. Well, the, the NFL had mentioned on Friday that right. you know if you're not over by the time we're ready to go on with these afternoon games we're sorry bringing up I guess they would bounce them over to the golf network yeah exactly so, yeah I can see that's why they started early they started early and uh normally it goes up into you know 
into dusk, you mm-hmm. know, the start of darkness there. But they were over mid-afternoon, so CBS could get the NFL games on yeah. in the afternoon window. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, Steven is coming in. Garrett is staying here. It is Off the Bench coming up next. Hey, we appreciate you being with us uh, tomorrow in this time slot. Uh, if the Lord tarries, uh, Jay Kelly will be with us. Jay is a former Baylor tight end. Okay. He's uh, he's a great guy, great family. He's had uh, a couple of sons, at least two, come through Baylor. Uh, and uh, Jay has a new business here in Central Texas that uh, we'll let him tell us all about. Awesome. Plus, we'll reminisce a little bit about his uh, stellar playing career here at Baylor. Uh, you, we were talking about stretch. Right. But when Jay walks through the door, you'll say, oh, yeah, you're a former uh, football player, I can tell. Okay. You'll, you'll know that. Definitely noticed. So that's uh, coming up <laughs> tomorrow. We look forward to that, visiting with Jay Kelly. More as the week progresses. But keep it right here. Off the Bench is coming up next. Garrett, appreciate everything. Stay tuned. Thanks, OTB next on ESPN Central Texas. Next up, Jerry Hill.